You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. If you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, just give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram, or you can always join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. I am so excited because I've officially got your go-to drink of the summer. Get ready because we're having the ultimate night in watching Housewives and sipping wine together and spilling this tea with my all-new limited edition Summer Rosé. It's light as it's crisp, but it doesn't have any of that sugar, but it definitely packs that 12.8% alcohol. So you'll be Liddy City all summer long. I'm calling it my housewives watching wine. Tonight I'm drinking um, I Stole Kim's Goddamn House, and it is delicious, and it just makes me want to get my hands on Kim Richards' all-new book. So get ready. You can order Housewives Watching Wine, which is inspired by some of my favorite, most iconic Housewives moments in TV history. Some of which I'm pretty sure today's guest has impersonated. You can order my wine at nofilterwine.com. Go to nofilterwine.com to get your hands on this delicious rosé. All right. Today's guest is a comedian and an incredible impressionist. She does all the housewives, and I just wish I could do all their husbands. Cough, cough, Mauricio. You may recognize her from Radio Andy's Reality Checked on Sirius XM. Please welcome the very funny Amy Phillips. Thank you. What a delightful intro. I am, my mouth is watering for (laughs) what your drink is. I am obsessed. I need and, to send you, I'm going to send you some, I'll, we'll connect after okay, this. I'm going to send you yeah. some of this rosé cause you're going to love it. I need to get on board with that. And I'm so happy for you that you have this product. My God, Zach, get it, get it. Hustle, honey. You got to back is hustling with these beverages. <laughs> I'm trying, trust me. I, with the number of like podcast appearances I've been doing on other, all the collabs that I've been doing, I've been pimping out the wine. Trust me. Everywhere. Oh, I'm like, great. I'm like Bethany. If I get into an Uber, I sneak my cans in there and I'm like, hi, I walk into restaurants and I'm like, hi, I'm Zach Peter. This is my wine. Nice to meet you. Are you making tons of money on it yet? I have to ask. Um, I mean, we've done pretty well in sales. We have, oh we succeeded. And I mean, it's only been a few weeks, but we have already hit some of okay, our numbers and I'm new. very impressed. Oh, oh my yeah. God. This is so exciting. I'm thrilled for you. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm trying to, I'm coming for the queen bee herself. We're skinny girls at Marshall's. No filter wine is, you know, coming <laughs> is coming for it. But I like to tell people. So in comparison, so one yeah. can is stronger than a serving of skinny girl. One can is equivalent to three lover boys. Oh, it's strong. It's God. good, but it's delicious. And there's no sugar. No sugar, so you don't get a hangover. This is unbelievable. You think that I'm like getting paid hashtag ad for this, but I am beyond. I am interested. I am intrigued. I I'm am sending committed. you some. It's done. It's done because I know that you have your cookbook that's coming out this November. Yes. Yes. Cook it, spill it, throw it. So as I'm cooking your dishes, I'll be sipping some rosé. Perfect pairing. They literally go together unbelievably. We have a salad called, um, you stole my goddamn house salad. (laughs) So it's like they were meant to be together. Marriage. It's a marriage. Okay. This is amazing. I Um, need a, you stole my goddamn house salad as Mauricio tosses my salad. Did you see him in uh, in the picture in the swimsuit, Teddy's swimsuit for her t- 40th birthday? I did. It wasn't my favorite look on him. Um, I don't understand why we keep trying to make Teddy happen. Oh, I you're yeah, I know a lot of people don't care for Teddy. Um, I don't I didn't dislike yeah. her until she came for me on her podcast. And then I was like, mm, I'm done with her. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, it got personal. So that, I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. Um, I went, I was ready to go all in with Teddy and now I'm like, you know what? I'm all out. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. That, yeah, that's not, you can't have, there's no housewife allegiance after that. You know, when (laughs) it gets personal, you can't, you're not going to fucks with that. So, uh, anywho, on to other housewives. On to other housewives. So you have your show reality checked. On Radio yes. Andy, can you, yes. it, before we dive into all the housewife stuff and, and people have sent in some questions for you that we'll get to, but I need to know the backstory of how you and Andy like connected and then how you ended up with a show on Radio Andy. 
It is crazy. And honestly, I, I'm always like, I can't believe that my life took this traje trajectory um, as being somebody who just wanted to be in comedy. I'm an actor, comedian, like everything, like every, like I'm like everything I, that that started to go in the wrong direction. So I, I apologize. Got to reel it in. But my point being is that like, I was always doing impressions, celebrity impressions, um, always doing voiceover work. It's like my side, my, my main gig really. Um, and, and so what ended up happening was I started doing character reels where I would do celebrity impressions, you know, anyone from like Sarah Silverstone Rivers to whomever. And then I started to sprinkle in some characters that I found on Bravo because Bravo was a whole new world to me. So I was introduced to the Rachel Zoe project and I died. Like I die for Rachel Zoe. Like she's bananas. Bring her so back, I started doing videos of her. Bring her back. Yes. And I know. Did you love that show? I, do. I just love her. I do too. I love Rachel Zoe. She was actually incredibly like supportive of my, of my impression of her. She wanted to collaborate and do a video together in which we did. Um, and it was amazing back in the day. So she brought me into her world and I ended up on an episode of the Rachel Zoe project because they, they were filming the making of this video that we did together. It was like dueling Rachel Zoe's, but, um, but I did Rachel Zoe videos. I did Ramona Singer videos. And then I continued on with compilations of some other Bravo celebrities like Bethany Frankel and Tabitha Coffey at the time and some other ones. And um, and so fast forward to Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, which is, you know, kind of at this point, just beginning. They could, you know, they weren't around for very long at this point when they reached out and said like, hey, can we play some of your videos on the show? And I was like, elated because I had already obviously been watching the show because I was watching Bravo all the time. And I was like, this is an amazing, like a live late night show. Um, so of course I was like, yes. And then just fast forward to the, the time when I got to um, be on the show with Ramona Singer doing my Ramona Singer impression, which was her idea, by the way, she was like, you know what? I think you should come on watch Heaven's Live and do Ramona with me. And we'll both do Ramona's. <laughs> and so, so she really is women supporting women's act. Like I can tell I believe you. it. Totally. From the get go, like, you know, Rachel Zoe is supportive, but as far as housewives go, she really is women supporting women. And so I was on the show with her and then I met Andy that way. And he was like, we want you to keep doing these videos. And I was like, yes. So fast forward to like 10 years later, I'm still doing videos for Watch What Happens Live, um, trying to invent more impressions as I go along as, as, as they're all born unto us. God bless. Um, and, and then one time, like five, Six years ago, probably about six years ago, I was going to start a podcast, you know, and as one does and, and what I said, what? as one does, as which one is, does. you know, it's interesting though, not yes. to interrupt you, but you said no, you please. wanted to start yes. a podcast six years ago. That's when I started my podcast and nobody was fucking with the podcast space. Everyone's like a podcast. What's that? Like, it was so new because like podcast had its moment, like in the late 2000s where it was yeah. like tech nerds that would have iPods and they would like upload it to iTunes and then it had like a boom around like 2014 2015 and it's I mean now it's really boomed I so you've been around so you started doing your podcast like um six years ago mm -hmm. wow yeah ground floor I totally agree and at that point I did not know of any housewives podcast mm -mm. except for watch what crappens yes and i had been on that show when they were housewives hoedown and i love those guys to death um and i was like so that was really the only podcast that i knew of that was housewives centered yeah. which was really the only one at that time right okay or if there were god forgive us we didn't know zach yeah, and i did no, not know we i didn't know. know i mean my show wasn't even reality tv or housewives focused at that time oh, no it, it oh. only became that in the last two or three years just because that's where ah. the interest kind of went and then you follow the interest in the show and i'm like oh hi i'm zach peter and i have my own wine <laughs> <laughs> so you wanted to do a podcast and then were you like andy cohen i'm gonna do a podcast give me a radio show uh, no, I, it went more like, <laughs> well, Radio Andy didn't exist. You right, know? right, so right. I was like, I just wanted Daddy Andy's blessing because they, he has given me the opportunity to showcase whatever clown act I have, you know? So I was just like, Andy, I want to do a Housewives podcast and I just want to run it by you and make sure you that's okay. 
Um, oh, you wanted the blessing. I wanted the blessing. I wanted, I wanted the, you know, the holy, the holy trinity of housewives of the producing uh, gods, the God himself, Andy Cohen to bless it. And so when I reached out to him, he was like, yes, but don't you want to do it on Radio Andy? And I was like, what? And so he was like, I am starting my own channel on Sirius XM. I don't have anyone who's going to be filling this slot in terms of like housewives stuff. So this is really, you know, serendipitous is what he said. And I was like, I am floored because I never would have ever in a million years thought that type of opportunity he would, you know, lend that opportunity to me. And uh, so, of course, I was like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Started the show, did like a demo. And then it was like, okay, let's start this going. It was one one day a week, one morning a week. Cut to the following year, two mornings a week. Cut to four years in, maybe three, four years in. Then it was like, we want to have it be five days a week. And now I'm five days a week and I have been for the last two years. And um, it's amazing. Obviously, as you know, there's no lack of material. Yeah. I run out of time talking. I run out of time. I can't cover everything I want to cover. Like, because there are so many shows and it just keeps giving and giving and giving. And yeah. I, I prioritize the housewives first, you know, I definitely do the housewives. And then, of course, I do like Below Deck. Um, I do Shaws of Sunset, uh, Family Karma. And I get into all, all the other ones. I do Top Chef. I do uh, Million Dollar Listing. It's it's a lot. It's a lot to to take on because sometimes we'll have to do like a double recap. And I only have an hour. So it is fast. It is in. It is out. I do news and feuds because I obviously am following. It's a segment that I've started on the show from the get-go, which is news and feuds, which is just looking at their social media. And what's interesting is that <laughs> my job has become so much easier because see, I used to be the one scrolling through and I still do. I stalk the housewives. I stalk the Barbara Leberties. I'm on there. I'm just looking for the news stories. I'm looking for the funny quirks like Vicki Gunvalson's hashtags. I mean, that was a whole segment on the show. It was like, let's read Vicki Gunvalson's hashtags because they were back in the day, very cryptic and still a border on that. But um, you know, and now it's interesting because like there's comments by Bravo, which is an account yeah. that exists solely to pick up what other Bravo celebrities are saying on other Bravo celebrities accounts. And that is what I used to do. And to be like, so-and-so responded and said this. So what's amazing is, and I always give them credit, but they kind of made my job so much easier because a lot of the times I don't catch it. Or if I don't catch it, then I'll see that they have it. I'm like, oh my God, thank you for pointing this out. Or and there's so many meme accounts now. And so it's just not like how it used to be when I started yeah. doing the show. There's so much uh, material. There's so many accounts that, you know, provide a lot of content. And in doing so, it's not like I go to page six or uh, People magazine. I'm reporting these stories. But, you know, sometimes it's just like we're all reporting on the same thing because we see it on the Housewives uh, accounts. So it's like we're all talking about it. But it is amazing how it evolved. But yeah, anyway, my point being news and feuds. And then I do a recap of whatever show I'm talking about that day. And I take calls. It's so fun. Which show are you currently obsessed with on Bravo? Like well, obsessed. You don't miss it. Well, Beverly Hills. I, well, I, I don't miss any of them. I mean, I hate to say, but, but like, I don't, I don't, miss any of them, I don't but, either. But I, I grudge through New York, but I live for Beverly Hills. Sure. Beverly Hills is where it's at right now. A hundred percent agree. And I'm, I am so in love with family karma, like family karma has my heart and soul right oh, now. I just keep ripping it out of my chest. I was just recapping that today. And yeah, family karma is unbelievable. Amrit's story with Nicholas is something for the history books. So I am loving that. And Beverly Hills is incredible. I'm super excited about Potomac coming back. I know it yeah, looks so really good. And I, I hear it's a really good season. You do. That's what I'm hearing okay. in the inter in the inter universes world of Bravo. Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm excited. I want to play a fun round of reality check me, boo. Okay. I'm gonna throw <laughs> some housewives at you, and I need you to give me your best advice for them right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hold on one second. Let me get this cat out of the way. Cat. <laughs> Go get Pat that the puss. Toy. <laughs> Yes, go get that pen I threw on the ground. Don't eat it. Okay, why don't we start with Erica Jane? What advice do you have to her right now? Does she need a new PR team? Oh my gosh. 
Well, I'm not doing impressions, right? I'm talking. You don't have to. Yeah, you can be. Okay, Amy good. Phillips. Great. Okay, great. You can impersonate um, Amy does she Phillips. Need a new today. PR team. Um, no, I whatever she's doing or not doing, keep it up because we are all going out of our minds and it's working. So she has me. She literally is a an enigma wrapped in a riddle and cash. I can't believe how prophetic that freaking tagline is. I can you? I can't believe it. It's everything that she is. Her, the way that she's acting, um, you know, on social media and with the tweets and all this stuff, it's like, wow, I just don't know what is going on or who you are, or what's happening. I have so many conspiracy theories. I'm sure you do as oh, yeah. does everybody, but does she need a new PR team? No, I say, keep going this route. Cause you have us guessing. And the way that you're acting makes me think that you, that you single-handedly maybe took down Tom yourself. That's one. Because she's acting like nothing happened. Yeah. So she's like waiting it out. You for think us to she think. wore a wire? Yeah. I mean, I, that's one conspiracy. Yeah. As she told, she's like, I wore a wire for a federal case. It's like, all right, I've said too much. <laughs> you you literally never said too much. In fact, you've never said enough, which is why we're all so confused. But, you don't um, know what she goes through every night. Yes, I love it. You know, now we do actually. Yeah, now we she do. Did, no, but I don't know if she knew. And I, I mean, I, I just thought she was like waiting for Tom to get it up, and that's what she was going through every night. And now we know it's <laughs> it's more than that. It's deeper. Oh, it's way deeper than that. I don't. It's way deeper. I don't even think they know where where their rooms are in the house. But um, I and then the other conspiracy theory is that Tom helped her helped her get out, and this is all a ruse on mm -hmm. us, where she's saying telling these tales like. You know, I think he helped her to get out like and, and I don't think that she did know. I think she was a victim in this. And then she he's helping her get out. And that's that. Um, it's terrible. It's so terrible. I do not want to believe that a housewife could be literally yeah. evil to the core. And I honestly am kind of like for us to think that she knew knowingly spent the victim's money. Is that what we're saying? And if that's what we're saying, we're literally saying she's an evil human being do we yeah. really believe that or is she just cold as ice you know like yeah what do you think zach i'm sorry i know we're playing I mean, a game but no 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 yeah yeah no i i agree with you i think i think tom is definitely like the guilty one in all of this and he's the one everyone should direct a lot of their like animosity towards i think yeah. he was an old man that had a big ego that it just the snowball got way out of hand and he lost control of it all and that's why you see he had to take out all these big loans um and you know eventually he just kept screwing people off because he knew he could get away with it but i think when it comes to erica i don't think she knew as much as people want to believe that she knew I think she yeah. probably, I mean, and you live in LA. It's like most housewives don't ask questions. They they know better than to ask questions. As long as the Amex doesn't get declined at Neiman Marcus, right. they know not to ask questions. And he's not talking to her. No. They don't really talk. It's no. a it's a it's a business situation in which it's a transaction. The, yeah, exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. Reality check me, boo. Jen Shaw. Oh my gosh. I can't believe this. <laughs> I mean, the fact that the Erica Jane thing happened on the heels of the Jen Shaw thing, Jen Shaw should be on the ground kissing her lucky stars, yeah. thanking her lucky stars, because it was such a diversion away from her. We were all like, oh, my God. And the fact that they're filming is incredible. Um, you know, I, you know, innocent until proven guilty, obviously. Yeah. But where there's smoke, there's fire. And this really looks there's no other way to look at it. Like with Erica, I'm like, I don't know what's going on here with Jen. I'm like, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure this yeah. is bad stuff. Like, yeah. uh, when the sure feds are involved and the feds have been investigating you for years, like, you know, it's a little, it's tough. And I, again, it's really sad because like, you just don't want your housewives. It's not that, you know, we're not looking at them to like, I want to be this person. You know, we don't look at housewives as someone who's, I mean, they should be aspirational, obviously with the wealth and stuff like that. But like, you know, I'm not looking at them as my heroes. Right. I'm looking at them as a lot of entertainment and I enjoy that. So um, I don't need her to be on a pedestal for, you know, morality. I just don't want her to be stealing money from elderly people in a pyramid scheme. So uh, <laughs> I'm disengaging. All right. <laughs> I'm disengaging. Reality check me, boo, Vicky Gunvalson. She wanted that orange and now she's just coming for the whole state of California. 
Yes, I can't wait. I'm going to be the first lady of California. We're all going to whoop it up. Everyone's <laughs> going to work. Everyone's going to have jobs. I can't wait. Um, I am loving this. I don't know what's going to become of it, but if Vicki Gunvalson truly was like the first lady of California, I think I would just keel over and die. Right? It's like I would hope for it, but then in reality, I would be like, oh, wait, um, maybe not so good. You know, um, but idealistically thinking like from an entertainment perspective, God, I would love that. That'd be so great for my job. I would just love to talk about that every single day. How about you? Right. No, I actually, I mean, I, I feel like this is her biggest like middle finger to Bravo because she's like, you didn't want to bring me back full time. Screw it. I'm coming for the whole. You won't give me Orange County or Beverly Hills. I'm coming for the state of California. I am California. I'm the OG. I'm the OG of CA. <laughs> Steve Lodge is going to get us there. Yeah, that's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Are truly. you excited for Heather Dubrow to come back? I am. I'm very excited. I, I'm excited for the shift um, in OC. And I think um, I love Heather Dubrow. And I think it's time. I think everyone, I think everyone felt the, the pangs of wanting fancy pants back. And I, it feels good. Feels right. What do you think about Elizabeth Vargas? Do you think we'd let her go too soon? I kind of feel like yeah. we didn't give her a fair, like we threw her into the one season. It was the COVID season. And then we're like, oops, you didn't work out. Collateral damage. You're out. And I'm like, but wait, but she didn't even, but what about her Vargas vodka? <laughs> give me a shot of that before you just whiplash with me with throwing her in and out. She didn't even get a full season. She got the short 15 episode season. <laughs> Oh my God, this is making me laugh so hard. Um, <laughs> you know, you are like a, a unicorn. Mo most people don't feel that way. On ironically, I feel the way you do. Yeah. I can't believe I found someone who's like-minded because I do feel like Elizabeth did make me laugh. And I love that she was like, oh, Ferrari, how did you write this? And I got my veneer shirt. I said, I don't know. <laughs> I like I had so much fun with her. And it was such a wonky, weird season. Like you said, it was like a, a half semester, like a semester at sea. I don't know what was going on, but I do think that there were some loose ends that weren't tied up, but you know, she's, she's kind of like a package deal. So you really, you got to cut and run at this yeah. point, if they're gonna, you got to cut and run. But I do feel like I would have liked to have known more about what's going to happen uh, this cult thing that yeah. she was in this is horrific story that she opened up and then now we have no closure over it i, I mean i hope it's going to be good for her in the long run i hope but, so too but i think you bring up a good point that vargas vodka was you're right spot on and you know she was pushing it she wasn't even through half the season and she was like hey wait i got a vodka i'm gonna wash my hands off but the, <laughs> like she was like the label was right in front of the camera and they had to like tell her to move it because like you can't sell it, it just was so funny to me that yeah, too soon, too soon. But I understand you got to cut and run. Uh, you know, maybe another time. May, I I don't think she's gonna have another shot. I don't. I think Bravo was <laughs> right, her. You're right. You're Bravo was was her golden ticket, and they're just like, nope, we don't care about the cult that you were in. Great, thank you for having a meltdown in the middle of the forest to give us something for this terrible for this like tiny season with this terrible production timeline. But you know what? Yes. Thank you. Next, and thank it's you like for your service. <laughs> like what? Like she's like a, a veteran, and we just like left her out on the street. I'm like, parlay like justice for Elizabeth Vargas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love your compassion. I don't honestly don't think many people see it that way. And I, I think we're kindred spirits in that last reality check me, boo. What advice do you have for Bethany Frankel? She lost her production deal. She's now throwing all her eggs into this podcast that she like, I'm sorry, like you host a radio show. I host a podcast. I don't show up with my hair a hot fucking mess. Like today, I, I, you know, was a long day. So I'm a little bit of a mess today. But I don't show like she shows up in her PJs on Zoom and like brings oh, really? Bryn in and is like, hey, Bryn, I have like this TikTok star. I don't know who he is. You want to talk to him? And she's like, hi. And it's like, it's so bizarre to me. But she's like, I left my huge television production deal to invest in this podcast. Like what, really? what do you think is that going is, on with the, oh, the skinny girl herself? I am a little, uh, I don't know about this one. I'm not going to lie. First of all, I've never listened to her podcast and I've never seen it. On, so I don't know how she's, you know, how that's going, but I do know what she used to have a show on radio, Andy, and mm -hmm. she was excellent at it. Excellent. Yeah, she was great at radio. it. Yeah. So to hear you say that it's not, it's not hitting 
it makes me a little concerned and I'm surprised because she is so good with that type of thing. Um, you know, the MGM deal, I don't know what happened there. I, and I also have not seen her HBO Max show. I was, um, I am very specific about Bethany Frankel in that I think that she literally, I mean, she can pretty much do anything. Like she literally can do anything. Um, I think that she would flourish the most and the best if she is interacting with other entrepreneurs, like a shark tank situation and giving them advice on the fly. She just is literal genius when it comes to that thing. I've always wanted to just watch that. I could watch a show of her telling people what to do (laughs) because I know it all. Um, so, and she mentions it all. So I think, you know, that's where I want to see her is to be on her own show, telling people what to do with their brands, um, and like a shark tank, but even more specific towards Bethany. And, um, I don't know what happened with the MGM thing. That's, it's weird. Yeah. I think she tried to kind of have that. Well, actually no, her, her show on HBO max wasn't that shark tank theme. It was more of like the apprentice theme where she was looking to hire her right hand man for the skinny girl brand. But it's like, I just don't think that that like, she's great at reality television. She's a great reality TV personality. I don't mm-hmm. think that was her format. I mean, I, I, I love Bethany. I'm not loving yeah. where she's at right now. I think she needs to kind of find her footing. She's Feeling like, it out. she's yeah. giving me like Bethany Frankel, Roni season one vibes of like, she's trying <laughs> yes. to figure it out and yeah. she's trying to pay her rent and it's not really there, but you know, she's, she's, <laughs> she's trying, she's hustling. She's hustling and I think New York is her playground. Yeah, I I think she'll find it. I mean, I have no lack of uh, belief in her because I literally, you know, love her or hate her like she can pretty much do anything. And I think she'll figure out, figure it out. In the meantime, you know, she's raising her child and um, she's in this amazing relationship. They're engaged. That ring is beyond like beyond. So I agree. All right. Are you ready for some listener questions, Amy? Yes. Hi, listeners. Thanks for listening. So Farms Boy on Instagram wants to know if you've ever done a Kathy Hilton impression. Crystal, come in here to my morning room. Uh, this is the morning room where we um, we look at the blue and white on the walls. Who is who is Hunky Dory? Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? Hunky Dory? Um, yes, I have. Thanks, farm Boy. Farm Boy? Do you live on a farm? Uh, I love Kathy Hilton. I still, I need to do more. I did a video on my Instagram of Kathy trying to plug in a fan where she clearly could not find the outlet. Mm. And then Kyle be like, Kathy, are you kidding me right now? Just be honest about the fan. The the fan doesn't want to plug in. Just be honest. Um, I love Kathy. I'm sure you do too. I mean, she's taking over the world. Taking over the world. I mean, some people think that this isn't a genuine Kathy that we're getting, that it's like Paris Hilton on The Simple Life where she's kind of playing up this character. And I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. She's entertaining. Like, I enjoyed Paris Hilton on The Simple Life. And whether she's dumb or not, like, I am living for it. And I'm living for Ditsy Kathy. I think you're right. And I think people are smart and savvy to question that because I didn't question it until this week's episode when, when she did the hunky dory thing, I was like, Oh, 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 are you, is this a little bit of an act? But like you, I don't care. I don't give a shit. I like it. I keep bringing it. I also, (laughs) I also love how, when she, she asked about honky, uh, hunky dory, how the other way, like Garcelle and Kyle were just like, we're not going to give this any attention. (laughs) Like Sutton is having a meltdown. We're just going to disregard your entire statement. I know. And Kyle was just like licking your lips. Like, like, licking. I didn't hear you say that. Are you kidding me? Hunky dory. I'm just pretending you didn't say that. Yeah. It was so bizarre. I was like, isn't, is anyone not going (laughs) to. Right. Um, do you ever get annoyed when people ask you, like, do people ask you to do impressions all the time? And it just kind of becomes like a, oh, I don't want to take a picture with you right now. I'm at Craig's having dinner and I'm a celebrity now. <laughs> uh, no. And I have never been to Craig's. <laughs> I am certainly would don't consider myself a celebrity in that regard. And nobody, uh, no, because like, 
you know, I, I love, like, this is a perfect example. I love talking to people, like-minded people, like having fun and then organically doing impressions. It's just, it's my jam. I love it. No, I don't, I don't get sick of it. And, uh, I, you know, it's been a pandemic. So it's like, I'm, I don't see anybody. It's not like people are stopping me on the street. Plus people would never probably even recognize me anyway. Cause I always have wigs on. So <laughs> it's one of those things where I, when I did get recognized, I've gotten recognized a, a few times. And, and when I do, it literally is shocking. Cause I'm like, how do you, how did you even know? Because, you know, I try to transform myself. So, and anyway, so it, it, it when it does happen, it always takes me off guard. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh. So it's fun. Are you still doing comedy? Um, well, I don't do any improv shows anymore. Um, I did do a Zoom improv show over like the course of this pandemic, but with my my improv troupe. Um, <laughs> uh, but I don't do, I haven't been doing any of that because theaters aren't open. And so, but the next step for me in terms of like what I envision in my next goal to prepare a live show and tour that a, mm. a live stage show like a stand-up but you know based around impressions and my sto- storytelling and impressions and things like that Love so it. yeah i try to infuse comedy into my radio show i, I falls flat most of the time falls flat don't sorry <laughs> i do my best it's not funny i apologize jay denny 2030 wants to know if you would ever want to be a housewife are you like heather oh. mcdonald trying to get an orange no, I, I wouldn't want to be a housewife. I, I mean, I think that would be a really fun experiment for like a couple weeks, but ultimately I, I wouldn't want to be a reality star. Um, and I, because I would not fare well in that situation. I don't think, um, it's ter- That's terrifying to me. Actually, it's a lot easier to sit here and pick it apart and judge till the cows come home. I mean, that's fun as hell why would I ever want to exploit myself? People do that to me. And that says a lot about like my angle on uh, when I do recap these things is I really don't come in hard at these people. I don't have hate in my soul for these women. I try to celebrate them as much as I can and like try to be a bit of an ally and, and try to, you know, do the best I can to support because at the end of the day, you know, you don't want to be a, you don't want to be a hater. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's hard because you love, you love to watch, you love to hate watch. And so it's a fine line. You know, I don't want to tear down, but I also need to have an opinion. Don't you feel like that having a podcast? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. You have to kind of find that, that fine line. And I even catch myself, you know, even like when it comes to like the scandalous stuff and I'm like trying to like be objective and trying to, you know, it's just, it's hard to, find that balance sometimes it is but you you know and sometimes you just have to draw a, a good bold line in the sand and be like well no i am team this person and that's that like i am not here for what this person is doing and and i th- there's something to be said about that that's why there's a show like yeah. we need to do that yeah um but i also don't want to tear people down yeah. so in that in a in a horrible way and i think we both know what, what we mean by that but um so that being said, I would not want to put myself in that position. I mean, that's tough. Would you do it? Uh, I don't know. I think if you would have asked me a couple years ago, sure. But now I'm kind of like, I don't know. Like some of the, like you really get put through it and you have to really like do it. I mean, if it were like a new show, like Salt Lake City, that's different because you're kind of coming into the game together. But if you're going to join like Beverly oh, Hills right. later in the game, these women are seasoned. They have the a strategy again. <laughs> like, you know, Sutton is getting eaten alive right now. <laughs> like poor Sutton. Like she's just like, like emotionally and mentally, she, like just getting shredded. She's shredding herself. Yeah, she she's really like, is. I can't stop shredding myself. No, I can't. It's couture. No, I know. I agree. She is. And it's so great. I'm so here for that Crystal and Sutton feud. I love it. I'm eating it up. Love it. Like Crystal is so good. Like people are hating Crystal. And I'm like, but like you need a housewife to love to hate. And like, I actually really love Crystal more than I hate her. But like the way she just will stand there and like smirk as Sutton's just like melting down. And she's just like, not, not living in your world. 
Like, it's just like, she's so good. It's just like, I'm not apologizing to you. Next. I know. I, I'm like, what? I, I completely agree. When I look and I see comments about people not like really jiving with what Crystal's bringing, I'm like, what do you want in a housewife? Yeah. Like, she's literally doing exactly what we need her to do. And also, it's been so, only a handful of episodes. Okay. Yeah. Let's back off and give it a little breathing room. And we're going to see a different side of Crystal. We're going to see all her sides. You can you only see one side of a housewife when they're coming out of the gates. Yep. And you can see that in the editing. You can see Kathy being like, oh, what's in my purse? Oh, my God. I've got the COVID vaccine in my purse. Like you've got <laughs> that and you've got like, you know, quirky Kathy. And then you've got Crystal who's coming off as a little smug, standing her ground and is strong. And I'm like well what is exactly wrong with that let's evolve with this and see where it goes and when she was on watch what happens live i was like why she's so fun totally endearing and that's a perfect example of we have not seen that side of her on the show yet because it hasn't we haven't gotten there yet because yeah. of all this stuff and also you know and i love sutton on the show i think she's amazing by the yeah. way like she's her kind of unraveling here and there is it and not being able to get over something is a great housewife, if, if if I'm were to say so. I mean, I think it's all good. I feel like you have to give a housewife three solid seasons, three so before you can determine whether or not you stand or you hate them. You know what I mean? Because season one, you get the first dimension. Season two, you get the second dimension. That's usually when we start to dislike them because we start to see the other side. Season yeah. three is when we get the balance. Yes perfectly summed up. And I think too, editors have a lot to do with that. Yeah. And, and so it's kind of like, we're just on this ride and we just have to go with it, which back to your Elizabeth Vargas, uh, Vargas vodka, you know, <laughs> I mean, we didn't, <laughs> maybe she needed a couple more seasons. She needed something. Um, <laughs> Storm Doris wants to know what your favorite impression has been. Oh, that's a nice question. God, it evolves so yeah, much. Yeah, I saved all the mean questions for later, Amy. Okay, <laughs> I hope there are some. Um, um, so I guess, I mean, my go-tos on my show are obviously like Corona Singer and like Teresa. I love talking about Teresa's and her ingredients and her daughters. And obviously Rena, because I'm always, you know, you got to own it. So I love, those are like my real go-tos quite a bit. But lately, and then also I love like a Stephanie Hallman because she's got a totally different feel. She's very like, she's like, I feel like, um, I feel like this is so exciting because I feel like, you know, like when I was at church camp, I feel like, like what we used to do, we used to just, like take like caramel corn and I just feel like, like we just like would roll, like roll shit in it. And like, we just like roll like caramel corn and shit. It was just like so much fun. And, um, yeah, we take shots. It's like so fun. <laughs> like I, I just, as I love doing Stephanie, cause she's different, different vibe. And then of course, like loving Salt Lake city, the new impressions there are really fun for me to have like. You know, the whole disengaging thing is always fun. Um, and I also, I'm now I'm just going through all my impressions. So that's just obnoxious. But um, who do I love to do? I'll just say Ramona. Ramona is fine. You do a good Ramona. I love your Ramona. Thank you. Uh, Russ Davis wants to know which Bravo oh, hi, liberty. Russ. Hi, Russ. He wants to know, know which. Russ. Oh, you do know Russ. I just know him from social media. Yeah. Ah, well, hi, Russ. Shout out to Russ. He's going to be very happy. He has two questions and I put both of them in the notes. Just, oh, nice. uh, which Bravo celebrity that you have not met yet are you most excited to meet and which are you scared to meet? <laughs> that is a really good question. Okay. Who I have not met Crystal. I'm mm. always, you know, really interested in the new girls. And so I have not met Crystal. I'd like to interview for her for my show. Haven't. Um, and so I'd like to meet Crystal and who am I scared to meet? That is a like such a good question because oh my god um I've met pretty much all the housewives I'm trying to think of the ones that I haven't met that I'd be scared to meet <laughs> which has been your favorite to meet so far um my favorite I really love meeting Lisa Rinna she was just a ball of energy really fun, super supportive. Like, like she sent me a rent, a like a wig of Aww. her hair, which was amazing. Um, and she just was really, really, really supportive. Um, I haven't met Meredith in person from Salt Lake city, but I think she'd be a fun one to, to meet. 
I think so too. I would love to meet Meredith. I'd be scared to meet Jen Shaw. There you go. Oof, uh, yeah, no. Because I don't know if she's going to just take money from my grandparents, you know, <laughs> who are dead, but I'm sure she'd find a way. Uh, um, with... With booking on your show, is it easier to book the Bravo stars? Or are you just like, hey, Andy, I want Krista on my show next week? Or do you have to like um, jump we, through the hoops that we all have to jump? Yeah, through? Yeah, we the- jump. Yeah, jump through the hoops. I don't I don't talk to Andy about booking at all. We go through like PR or if I have a relationship with them. Um, but on my show, I don't typically always do the housewife interviews anymore. You know, like it's more about the recaps and the callers. Is that intentional? So I, I Yes, it is intentional. Why? It is intentional. Um, you know, I can I found that in order to be objective and have my own opinions mm-hmm. about these ladies, it gets progressively more difficult when you connect with them and you speak with them because then you feel like you have an allegiance or a loyalty towards yep. them because you, they gave you the time to, uh, you know, interview them. Um, and I don't want to be skewed that way, you know, so there's, there's that issue that I have. Um, and then also it's really about like the listeners, the listeners, they want to talk about these ladies. I don't know if they want to necessarily hear from them, but maybe they do. Um, so I try to like balance, it's like a fine line. I mean, I used to interview them a lot. I really pulled back over the last couple years and it's made it a little easier for me because you know, I, I, I'm obviously making fun of them when I do these impressions, you know, um, and sometimes they may not like it. And so that makes my job very difficult to have any kind of relationship with them. And I don't want to get pulled in to their world of being, you know, I don't want them to slap me, you know, yeah. uh, over a DM. I, I, I've been there. I'm not, I don't want to do that. And so disengaging is kind of the way to do it, to protect sometimes to not engage Uh, so I, you know, it's, it's tough. I, but when a new housewife comes on the scene, I like to meet them, you know, before anything happens. And I feel like that's a little safer because then so much time passes that you've met them and it's like, they're on their journey. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, well on that note, Monique Coco wants to know if you've ever received backlash from a housewife after doing an impression and if so, who? You know, they don't really say anything if they don't like promote my video or if I, you know, they don't repost. I don't know if that necessarily is saying like silence means they don't like it to me. It kind of does, you know? Yeah. Um. So sometimes I just take that as like, oh, you don't you're not getting it. Like you're not you don't think this is funny. <laughs> yeah. And so now I just like I do not tag them. Most of the time I don't tag them unless I have a relationship with them. Like Margaret Josephs was um, somebody that I had already been friendly with over the course of the last several years. So I've interviewed her several times. Like, so when I finally did an impression of her, I totally tagged her because, you know, it's just that that was that one unique relationship. Um, But if it's a new person, a lot of the times I don't, I don't tag them. I don't, I just don't put them in the conversation because I don't want to like feel like oh if they don't post it i it's like i don't want to know you know i'll do my thing and then i'll step back i'll just do my job you do yours (laughs) has there ever been like a bad interaction with a housewife um hmm well kelly dodd was coming at me for a little while and um but that why because your son gave her coronavirus (laughs) hilarious Oh my God. And I got a season to Um, No, she, you know, and, and honestly, I've always loved Kelly for what she brought to the table as a yeah. housewife. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know anyone who can argue any differently. I mean, the facts are the facts, but you know, I have to talk about what they're talking about and what they say. Yeah. So if she says something fucking stupid, yeah. I'm going to talk about how fucking stupid it is what she said. So you know, uh, she got wind of it and, you know, she likes to come at me sometimes, but I don't, it's fine. All, all's fair in love and war, because if I'm talking shit about her, she's more than welcome to talk shit about me. And that is what she did, but that's fine. And I, and I'm better for it. I'm fine for it. And, and moving on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but you know, Kelly likes to get in the ads. She likes to get in the ads. She likes to get in that game. So it's part, it's part for the course, you know, I just, I don't understand. Or maybe 
you can enlighten me a little bit, but I don't understand when the housewives like get upset with people like us that are talking about them on our shows or impersonating them. Like this is kind of the world that you're in that you kind of want to be impersonated. You kind of want people to be talking about you. Otherwise, why would you go on a reality show where like there's a level of narcissism? I can even admit there's a level of narcissism. I film my, myself two times a week to produce episodes for this show. Like, come on. Like, of course, like I get Botox. I bleach my hair. I live in Los Angeles. Just like I own it, baby. <laughs> own it, Zach. So, but I'm like, but like when the housewives will get upset or they'll call me out on their podcast or like sh- shade me or whatever, I'm just kind of like, like come on, like I, mm-hmm. th- we're the ones that keep you afloat, especially when you get fired from Bravo. Like we're the ones that are still talking about you afterwards. Like there has to be a give and take, like a mutual respect that we we may not have to like each other, but we have to have like yeah. a mutual respect that we're like in the same game here. I think we are in the same game. It is a game. And yeah. I will say in Kelly's defense, she's always been supportive of my impression of her, like very supportive. So um, it's just that she had a problem with me saying, you know, what she was saying on, on her social media during this time of the pandemic and all this stuff. So, yeah. um, and, but I think if the housewives, it's tough because like, if the housewives could do themselves a favor, I really think that they should remove themselves from what's going on out there in terms of what people are saying about them on podcasts, on radio shows, whatever, because, um, it's not healthy for them. I I don't think it's good for them because we have to talk about it. We have to do our job. We have to have an opinion. Yeah. And that opinion changes from week to week. Yeah. And you know, it's like, we'll stand you this week and then you're dead to us the next. It's not a safe place, you know? And so I think that housewives, they fall into that thing where they can't stop like researching or they, they want to like try to micromanage their brand or what people are saying or scare them into not talking about them or try to like keep their brand afloat by getting the support of people on podcasts. And I think that that's just a wrong thing to do. They should just let it be, let it go and let us do what we do and you guys do what you do. And I also think it's they shouldn't be listening. They shouldn't because it's they're going to hear something they're not going to like. Yeah. And no one wants to hurt anybody's feelings. No. It's like it's just part of the job, you know. Um I don't think they should cross over to that. I don't think they should cross over into that world of like sliding into someone's DMs and telling them that, you know what they heard about what they said on a podcast or whatever. Like it's not a healthy thing to do for anybody. Uh so yeah, I just think that we should stay in, in our own lanes, you know? I mean, I we can't be a housewife. Yeah. We're not willing to do it. I'm and not, we're yeah. the first people to say it. So yeah. then, but they, I mean, yeah. So let's all just do our jobs. Uh, Russ wants to know if you had to pick a housewife show to cancel, which one would it be? Well, probably Dallas at this point. Yeah. You know, um, I love... I love doing the impressions from there, but it's just been a little bit, uh, it's been too, it's been a little problematic. Yeah. And it's gotten really now, dark. you know, so I guess that would be it. And also it's funny because I, I asked this question of Andy at one point, like if you had to cancel one of the franchises, which one would it be? And his answer was whichever franchise is getting the lowest ratings. So I think that's a smart answer. And I would imagine Dallas would probably have the lowest ratings, but I don't, I don't look at ratings. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in the ratings world, but it seems like that would probably be the one. Yeah. I don't think Dallas is doing too hot. I don't think it's ever really done well. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like we don't really like we know, like we know New York, we know Atlanta, we know Jersey, we know Beverly Hills. I think OC and Dallas are, you know, at the mm-hmm. bottom of the totem pole. Will you be back at BravoCon this year? I hope so. I'm not sure in what capacity, so I can't I can't confirm, but I I I hope so. Um I'm hoping the plans will work out. How about you? I hope so. Ooh. I hope all the stars align the way that they I am working them out. I have <laughs> my star, I'm like working them out and I'm hoping they stay in place. Oh, that's so great. Well, then I look forward to seeing you there. I look forward to seeing you too. Would you oh, would you moderate another OC panel? I don't want to. Mm, why? I don't want to moderate a panel. Why? I don't want to. Not fun? Because I don't like being in that situation. Mm, that's fair. 
I don't like it. It's not, I'm not Andy Cohen. Um, and I had that Andy Cohen moment with them and it was amazing, but I don't think that that's where my gifts lie, you know? Um, I, I mean, so, I mean, I guess I'll just say, I don't really want to (laughs) do, I mean, I think you'd be great at it. So I would love to do it. Yeah. I think I would love to do it. Um, Cause I love to interview people. Like I love doing the news recaps, but I think like my strength is really in having conversations with people and mm-hmm. picking that. Like I really love to take like the tarnished housewives, the former housewives, like the ones that people have either turned their backs on or completely discarded. And I like to bring them on my show, sit down with them for an hour and be like, who the fuck are you? And can you address all this shit that you fucked up with? And like, let's get to the meat of it. Cause we don't get to really know you on reality TV. That's the reality of it. So let's get to know who you are and let's see if we really should, you know, cancel you. Cancel this (laughs) subscription to, you know, our $4.99 that we're sending you on OnlyFans. (laughs) So your new book is out November 2nd. It's it's a cookbook. Cook it, spill it, throw it. What can you let us know about this cookbook? What are we going? What can we expect other than some really juicy recipes? Yes, they're juicy recipes and fun blurbs about every recipe. And you get a history of the housewives in the most iconic epic moments that food is named after moments and housewives and like my husband's in the polenta or your husband's <laughs> in the polenta. Sorry, fuck that up. Great. Great job selling your cookbook. <laughs> Woo! Um, Anyway, and and every every recipe is like real food. It's obviously I collaborated with an actual celebrity chef, Chef St- uh, Stuart O'Keefe, and um, it's it's super fun. We've got menus for like watch parties and mm. premiere parties and things. We've got cocktails, desserts, food, apps, lunch, you name it. Um, it's on presale now. So cook it, spill it, throw it. It's a Real Housewives uh, parody cookbook. I love it. And your show is reality checked on Radio Indy on Sirius XM. When does it air? So people can tune in and mark their iCal right now. Yes, mark your iCal. It's uh, Monday through Friday and it is four Eastern, one Pacific on channel 102. Love it. And your social for people so that they can go in and slide into your DMs. Oh, yes, please do. Meet Amy Phillips on Instagram. That would be great. Go uh, meet her. Amy Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> Go meet her right now, guys. Meet me, guys. You can follow me at Just Plain Zach. My DMs are wide open. I am very single. It is hot girl summer, and I'm ready to get it. Don't forget to follow the show at No Filter with Zach. Please leave me a five-star review if you're listening to this on iTunes. And if you're watching on YouTube right now, hi, do I look cute today? My eyebrows are fresh. JK, JK, but they will be soon. If you are watching this on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. Give this a like and leave a comment with your phone number because I'm single. No, JK. Um, Leave a comment with what your favorite impression that Amy has done has been. Is it Lisa Renna? Is it Ramona Singer? Leave a comment. Let me know how much you're loving Amy. And just thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter and for buying my wine. You can get it now. If you haven't yet, we still have a giveaway until July 19th, giving away a free 12 pack for anyone that orders. I'm restocking your fridge. So go enter at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram and you can buy the wine at www.nofilterwine.com. All right, guys, I have to go get through this next episode of Real Housewives of New York begrudgingly. So I will talk to you later. Bye.